Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. What I would like to do is to uh, talk a little bit about my new plan. We'll see how it works. Uh, Next week, we're going to do what Carla wanted to do. I don't know if she's here yet, but she probably will be. We're going to review pronunciation next week. Uh, and so that's what we'll do. Uh, what we'll start to do from now on is probably do a lesson every two weeks. In other words, we'll have a lesson. We'll get it one week. You'll have the work to do for the next week. We'll do that lesson, the, ne- the same lesson the next week, and then do a new lesson the following week. And that way, I think it'll give us more time to review and uh, kind of go over things. And you won't be confused about having two lessons at one time, like we sometimes have had. So that may, uh, let's hope that helps a little bit anyway. Any comments or questions on that before we start? Carla is not here at the moment. Um, and you do have a, wait a minute, you have it raised hand just a second. Yes. Is it, I think it's Daryl. Is it Daryl? Yes. Yes. Hi, Daryl. Hey, Gary, I just wanted to ask, those lessons, are they going to be added to the uh, archived file that you have? Yes. The only question I have, and someone may know the answer to this question, which I don't. What I did originally was add a folder, Dropbox, a Dropbox link to the folder. Does that mean that if I add new lessons to that folder, do I need to put a Dropbox link on every lesson or can I just keep? No, Gary, as long as those lessons are in the folder, you'll, you're fine. Then, okay. Then they'll be added by tonight. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. I didn't know the you're answer. welcome. Right. I use Dropbox all the time. So as long as they're yeah. in there, you're good. Good. Okay. And it's easy to throw them in there. So that's, that's good. Okay. Thank you. But does that mean that if somebody has gotten, say, lesson 60 and wants to get lesson 61 do they have to get the whole folder over again or uh can they just get lesson 61 if separate files yeah then you should they should just be able to get what they want they shouldn't have to take the whole thing they should okay well we'll give it a try and we'll see how it works i'll put them in tonight and you'll have them in there tonight okay uh let's talk about um this um uh, what's it called? Uh, words from classical mythology and history. We did a review of them last week, but we still got a few more to do of those. Uh, by the way, before I do that, did anybody watch? I did not listen to Playtime last week. Did anyone listen to Playtime? And was there any good Latin questions on there? Okay, I gather not. Anyway, maybe this week we will. I listened to it, but I didn't. Uh, I don't remember if there was any Latin question on there. Or okay, not. probably not then. All right. Well, let's look at this. The first word we have is a philippic. A philippic. Um, a philippic is a bitter pronunciation. That is a bitter speech against something. Uh, you know, like a, a little bit like those diatribes, a little bit like those um, Cindy does in playtime where you have to say, uh, where you have to talk against something. Don't get me started. A little bit like that in a way. Um, and the reason it's called a Philippic is that back in Greek history, when Philip of Macedon was trying to take over Greece, which he, which his son 
Alexander the Great succeeded in doing. Um, when he was trying to do that, Demosthenes, who was a great speaker in Greece, made speeches against Philip. Uh, and those speeches were bitter denunciations against him, and they're called the Philippics. Um, by the way, I do want to tell you something about Demosthenes, because he, you, you've probably heard this story. Uh, and if you haven't, you might. Uh, he was a very good speaker in Greece. He was like Cicero is in Latin. He was in Greek. But when he was a kid, he couldn't speak very well. He had very unclear speech. And so what he would do to practice speaking is he would go down to the ocean. He would put stones in his mouth and he would walk around and he would see if he could speak louder than the ocean was roaring. And he kept doing that until he built up his ability to speak. And then, as I said, he became the greatest orator in classical Greece, really. Uh, and so that just shows you what effort can do for you if you if you try, you know. Um, but anyway, if you want a typical use in an hour-long Philippic, later denounced the lobbyist opposing her bill. So a Philippic is a violent speech against something. Cicero, by the way, later wrote, a, wrote some speeches which are called the Philippics because they're like that. They were, though, against Mark Antony, in which he accuses Mark Antony of every kind of thing you can imagine. In fact, those speeches were so violent against Mark Antony that Antony had to publish a book called About My Drunkenness, where he had to defend his drunkenness because Cicero really laid it on and said how much of a drunkard he was. Uh, so anyway, that's what a Philippic is. Plutoc plutocratic, or you could even use the word a plutocracy. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But plutocratic simply means having great influence because of one's wealth. So a plutocrat is somebody who is important, maybe governing or ruling, not because they're great, but because they're wealthy. Um, Plutus was the god of wealth in Greece. And so that's where we get the word plutocrat. And a plutocracy would be a form of government where wealthy people are ruling it. You know, a democracy is ruled by the people. Demos meaning people, kratos meaning power. Plutocracy is wealth power. Pluto, wealth, crisy, power. So if you have a plutocracy, you have wealthy people ruling in power. A handful of plutocratic investors, several thousand shares, determine the policies of the corporation. And so they're called plutocratic because of that. Um, procrustean. This uh, is a cruel or inflexible enforcing conformity. And it's called that because in mythology, Hercules, uh, no, wasn't Hercules, it was Theseus. Theseus killed several robbers when he was going through Greece. And one of the robbers that he killed was a guy named Procrustes. And what this guy would do is when he caught somebody, if he would lay you down on his bed, or too short for his bed, he would stretch you out until you fit. I mean, that might mean you came apart, by the way, but he would stretch you out till you fit. 
And if you were too long for his bed, he would chop your legs off until you fit. And so it's like forcing something to fit. And so um, when you try to force somebody to conform to something, then that is called being Procrustean. Um, for example, typical use. The magistrate dispensed a Procrustean kind of justice. He fined every one summoned to his court $100 regardless of the circumstances. So everybody got the same treatment. You sometimes see this used in education when you say, I don't think every student should be allowed to, should be forced to go the same pace. I think every student should go at their own pace. We shouldn't be procrustean when it comes to teaching. Uh, I've seen that uh, term used, but this was back in the 60s and 70s when there was a big move to let every student go at their own pace. Uh, and uh, so it didn't work too well, but that's what they were doing. Um, Protean. Now, this is an interesting one, and, and this is one I would have gotten wrong, by the way. Protean means exceedingly variable, readily assuming different forms or shapes. So something that changes a lot, something that looks different one minute from another. And this is from uh, a mythology, again, the god Proteus was a god who, if you called him, he would change shape. Like if you because if you held on to him, he had to give you a wish. So to keep you from getting that, if you grabbed him, he would change, for example, into a stream of water. So you're holding on to him. Suddenly it's a stream of water and running out between your fingers or whatever. Or he might change himself to an animal and bite you. Or he might change himself to, um, well, who knows what. Whatever he could change himself to, to get away from you. But if you managed to hold him, then he would have to give you a wish. Um, and so, uh, typical use on this is the witness, protean, the witness's protean tactics under cross-examination gave the impression that she was untrustworthy. Now, the thing that confused me about this particular word was that I thought that it was where we got the word protein from. I thought that. But it's not. Uh, protein comes from a word in Greek meaning first. And so proteins are have something to do. Somebody read me a definition, but I don't exactly understand it. But it has something to do with first, foremost, uh, in certain chemical uh, processes. So it has nothing to do with this word. I, I thought it did, but it doesn't. Uh, any comments or questions on these? Mary, I'm here. This is Carla. Oh, hi, Carla. How are you? Okay. What Carla, was next week? Yeah. You're going to get your wish. What? We're going to do a review of pronunciation next week. Oh, that's wonderful. And uh, we're starting a new uh, method of teaching, sort of. We're going to start. I will give you a lesson one week, and we will go over it. And then the next week, you will do the work, and we'll go over that. And then we won't have these two lessons at one time. Uh, being done anymore, which is a little bit confusing. So we'll do a lesson for two weeks. So that'll also mean I won't have to send notes out every two weeks. But I think we've been going a mile a minute here, and so it doesn't hurt us to slow down a little bit. And so next week we'll review pronunciation, sing a few songs, that sort of thing.
Okay, uh, I, I had another. Is it too late for a suggestion? Never. I yeah. think, um, did we ever do the imperative, you know, the command forms? Yes, yes, we did. See that anywhere. I was looking uh, we did it. I'll tell you next week what lesson it was in. But yes, it's where you do ama, amate, or vide, videte, or duke. Remember, deep duke, fuck, and fair ought to have an E, but it isn't fair. They were the irregular imperatives. Uh, it's uh, like around last January, February, somewhere about okay, there. I'll look again because I. I'll, I'll tell you next week yeah. this lesson. Uh, I wrote. I finally wrote a, an index, contents of all these lessons because I was getting. I was forgetting where they were too. You know, I thought about trying to put tags in them, but I don't understand how to use tags very well. So I understand how to use them in music. But I don't know how to use them in this. So. And then uh, before we get to these um, lessons. I was, these pronouns are confusing the heck out of me. And I'll tell you why. I must have learned them a different way. Okay, mm -hmm. when you get to the plurals, okay, for example, the third person plurals, I was learning, um, you know, ees, you know, or ee. -E and Oh, okay. E -E. I'll tell you why. There is an alternate form. I didn't even show them to you. But aes can be eeis. E do a, you do see that occasionally, but it's an alternate form. And you could go through a lot of Latin and never see it. But yes, there is a form eis. Just like with the word deus, there's a form dis, which you might see sometimes. Uh, so yeah. there are some alternate forms. And what, what usually happens is if you're reading and you see them, they'll give you a footnote and say, this is used instead of aes uh, or yeah. something like that. So I think I'm going to get with you privately on them because um, okay. that just confused the waters this week because I was. But actually, these are very easy because they have the they have the a, the letter e that is, plus the second declension endings pretty much, like a e i a orm 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 e c c os os a e c c. They're they're pretty much second declension with the letter e. At the beginning of it. So they look weird, but they're not quite as hard. If you think these are weird, wait till we get to hit high coat. Oh, yeah. Then you'll really yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, those are weird. Those are, those are really. And then they get even weirder if you put the little CE on the end to emphasize them, like you'd say, hike, hoke, hoske, hoske. You know, that really looks weird. So, uh, yes, so I, I don't know why that, you know, just confused me when I did the linguistical Latin. I don't even know why they gave us those forms and not the forms you're giving us, but oh my God. Well, they do exist, and uh, they don't exist. These are more common, but they do exist. So maybe you're, for whatever reason, whoever wrote your book just thought that was the best thing to do. You know? yeah, so. All right. So anyway, that's what we're going to do. Um, so, well, next week we'll finish up these pronouns and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what we, what we do, but I think we will certainly the week after next we'll do. So you, you, you may get a song this week in the mail, but you probably won't get notes. Uh, you won't probably won't get anything new um, this week. All right. Let's look at these old pronouns. Um, and I think we'll see what makes pronouns. Let's just review the definition of a pronoun. What is a pronoun again? Substitute for a noun. And I wish a my kids could. A substitute for a noun. So whenever you have a word that substitutes for a noun, that's a pronoun. 
And for example, and we talked about different kinds of pronouns. Does anyone remember what kinds of pronouns you can have? Yeah. I know Carla does. If you, and you may have to give us the answer, Carla, because I don't know if anyone else does. What, what kind of pronouns can we have? For example, what type do we have here? Personal what are these pronouns. Personal. All right. What do we call the kind that says who and who? What do we call those kinds? Relative. Relative or interrogative. No, be depending on whether it's got a question mark on it or not. What do we call ones like this, that, these, those? Demonstrative. Demonstrative. Um, and what do we call, well, we're going to get into reflexive this week. Um, and there are all kind of others. I, they're the main kind, but they're also indefinite pronouns. Um, and uh, I guess that's mainly it. All right. So let's look at these sentences here. Number one, here's an imperative, Carla. Dicite nobis rem. Anyone know what that means? Dicite nobis rem. Say to us, I, what's the rem? I was trying to tell. Mary, say to I'm us, sorry. us. Daryl has his hand raised. I apologize. Oh, if, if that's all right. Yes, Daryl. Yes, Daryl. This is coming at the wrong time now. But back several months ago when you said you would get a song in the mail, I don't know what you're talking about. Would you explain oh. that? Yes, I, yes, I will. And I was, in fact, I was going to say something to you about this. You can get on my list to get these notes in the mail every week if you don't feel like going to the folder to get them. Uh, all you have to do is write to Cindy and tell her you want my notes and I can send them directly to you. And so the people that are on my list to get the notes, I just send things to them. So this week, I'll probably send, since we're going to do pronunciation, I may send a song through the mail um, to give us something to, to practice next week uh, with that. And so I you can. Cindy is the main person sending out the daily updates. Yes, but yes, all you've got to do, community. Go ahead, sorry, that's a community. If you write to community at acb.org and just say, please give, uh, give Gary Legates my contact or give Gary my contact information. Or I forgot what you say. Anyway, you tell them you want to get in touch with me and they'll do, they'll give you, I, I guess, I guess they send your message to me is what they do. They okay, send your it's, message it's to me. It's a one time thing I would need to do, correct? Yep. One time. And, and Daryl, if you Daryl, if you put lively Latin or something in the subject line, so she'll know because they get a lot of emails. So just put something in the subject line to let her know what it is referring to. Yep, That'll that's even her. that's a that's a good okay, idea. Super, that definitely helps. And I need to address it to Cindy. No, no you send it to community at acb.org. It can go to Colby or any of them that can do it. Yeah, because okay. there's yeah. several people that get that. Community. At ACB.org. You're welcome. And that's all you got to do. Very good. Okay. And I've got about 12 people on my list uh, that I send notes to. Andrea, you were on it, but I took you off because I didn't think you wanted them anymore. So I, uh, you know what? I did. And I don't know. I'm not sure why you took me off. Can you put me back? If you want, if you'd like yeah, to please. be back. Yes. Okay. You, sure. All if, right. if you don't have my email address, I'll send it to you. Oh, I got it. It's I know what it is. It's a thank you, dear. I know I didn't want you to take. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, okay. I I just figured you didn't you know care that much, so I didn't. No, I was no, trying to sort of. Interesting. 
I, I didn't want to bug. No, I can't always be here because of work, but it's very interesting. I know. I understand. Everybody's busy and so forth. All right. Let's look at uh, number one. So tell me the thing or say the thing to me. And that word REM can, it's almost like a blank check word. Um, it's a word you can translate a lot of ways. Tell the affair to me. Tell the situation me, to me. Gary, it's not me. It's no this. It'd be us. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. To us. Tell, us. tell us. Tell us the situation. Tell us the circumstances. Tell uh -huh. us the thing. Tell us the affair. Uh -huh. Whatever. And that word nobis really means tell to us. You know, in English, we, we sometimes say, you don't mean really tell us. You mean tell to us. That's just the right. way English works. That's just the way English works. All right. Number two. Ayumid Ayam with Obama's. <laughs> we saw her and we saw him and we saw her. And her. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's pretty good. Number three, Ubite, Ubite, Winnie Bond. Except uh, should have a question mark on it. I now, always where do that. Did they find you? Where did they find you? Good. Number four, Pop Trim Arm with a bomb. I saw, his, I saw their father. Their father. Their father. Notice that. I saw the father of them is what it really says, but we would translate that there. Uh, I saw their father. Um, well, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Number five, da ayam ae. Give her to him. Could be that. It could be that. <laughs> it could be that. Like, think about this is ancient times, right? And so, decide whether to give my daughter to somebody in marriage my wife says give her to him yeah okay could be that it could also be and something else what else could it be could also be give um it you know in it because we don't know what aom stands for no, we don't AOM know could, could stand for what um ship uh, could stand for Something oh, feminine. Kind of word. Yeah, something feminine. feminine. You know, right. nouns are masculine, feminine, or neuter. So that's right. how I took it. That's right. Give it to him. And that's probably what it means. But again, you see the importance of knowing the word that the pronoun refers to, which is called what? Does anyone remember? What's the word the pronoun refers to? Antecedent. Exactly right. So you, if you don't know the antecedent of a pronoun, you... You don't, you can't tell what it's talking about. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And so we don't know what the antecedent is because uh, we're not reading the text. We had a whole story here. We'd be able to figure it out. But, so it could mean give her to him or give it to him. Or, or actually it could even be give it to her. We don't know if A-E is to him or to her. We don't know. Hmm. So, uh, number six, ego a um. Timeo, I frighten him. No, no, I it's fear right. him. Oh, I, I fear, fear him. him. I'm sorry, I fear him. Yeah, I'm thinking the other one. What's I the word him. to frighten? Do you remember? We had it. Yeah, it Terry. is. Yeah, Terry. Terry. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, so I'm right. Now, I do want to notice this. There's something in this sentence that you cannot translate. And that is you get emphasis because I've got ego in there. 
when I put ego AMTMAO, I mean, like, I'm really scared. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> afraid of him. It That's emphasizes that. Yeah, it I'm emphasizes not. that. But you can't translate that exactly. Hmm. You know, you'd have to show that by tone of voice. But hmm. you don't have to have that ego. That ego you can know be what out. threw me off was I thought it was an accusative. Which I word? Ego? Uh, Aum. Uh, Aum is accusative. And uh, so of him, you'd think of, you know, to be afraid of would be again a genitive. Oh, oh, okay, yes. But that particular verb in English, okay, if you, if you don't want to say I'm afraid of him, say I fear him. That, that afraid of is just English. It's just English causing you. Just like in French, Carla, you would probably say j'ai peur, peur de lui. Yes. Right? That, that you have to have that de in there. Yes. Uh, but in English, we can say, I'm afraid of him or I fear him. Oh, it okay. would be the same thing. Okay, so it's still a direct object. Yes. It is a direct object. We have, I was trying to think if there's any other words. Well, a little bit like, I listen to my records. That's not indirect object. That's direct object. I'm listening to, the re I'm listening to my record. Mm -hmm. But in English, we have to say, listen to. Mm -hmm. But in French, if you use a direct object, object pronoun, you'd use a direct object pronoun. You wouldn't use an indirect object pronoun. Right? right. You'd say, that's what's confusing, by the way, about pronouns in French. Because in French, the word to ask, English ask takes a direct object, but in French, ask takes an indirect object. Mm -hmm. So it's like, je lui demande. Yeah, demande, yeah. And you would think that would be a direct That's what drove French students crazy. The ones that cared, they thought that should be a that should be a direct object, but in French, it's indirect. In French, you ask to someone or you ask of someone. Yeah, and then so, the race verbs, you know, the regarde, yep, yep, yep. and well, Yeah, regarde is another one like that. It's a direct object. Je le regarde. Yeah. yeah. So language is something, but, but it's such a great discipline, and it makes you really think, and it blows the cobwebs out of your brain. Oh, it, <laughs> it does. Really does. It does. <laughs> It really does. And, and, and you know, to, to think this stuff through and get it right makes you really think. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in a unique way. And that's what some people hate this about foreign languages, by the way. Some people hate I love it. it. But I, I love it. I, I, do, I, I do too, Carla. I love it. But it drives you crazy when you're trying to teach these four high school students. Oh, it is. And you yeah. say, I listen to it. Isn't that an indirect object? Well, no, because of what I just told you. But I ask you, isn't that a, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of confusing. And so it shows you just how different languages are. Now, Carla, how would you say I'm afraid of him in Spanish? Okay. Um, there are a number of ways that you can tangle miedo, you know, de el, I am afraid of him. I have fear of him. Oh, okay. And that's like j'ai peur. That's like the j'ai peur in French. Yeah. Now, see, I suppose in Latin, you could also say, Temorem, uh, temorem aeus habeo. But yeah. that's, that looks weird. I mean, you could say, I have fear of him. That just looks strange. Just like, uh, I guess in French, you could say, je crains, je crains, je, je le crains. Yeah, sure. Cran, uh, right, which is a, you don't see that word too often. Oh, you don't, it's one of these ancient uh, French words. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, number seven. I hope you all don't mind Carla and I talking these other languages, but it's such a good thing to compare Latin and English and French and Spanish 
and even German and Russian, if you know them. And Italian. And mm -hmm. Italian. Because, and, um, uh, yes, and um, there are some parallels, but uh, there are some that aren't parallel, and they cause yeah. interference problems yeah. if you know yeah. more than they, one. <laughs> they do. No, they, 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 they do. They do. I'll tell you one of the worst interferences of all is, and I don't know how my, I don't know how, it was one of the hardest things I had to learn. It wasn't hard in Latin and French, but it was hard in Spanish. The D-E in French is de, whereas in Latin, D-E is de. And in French, D-E-S is de. And that really blows your mind when you're first learning Spanish, at least. At least it did for me. Uh, so anyway, number, number seven, ego eatimeo. So I fear them, and this would be your plural neuter. Um, I'm afraid of them. I fear them. I fear those things is what it really means, or mm. these things. Yeah, yeah you can something say them. neuter. It's definitely something neuter. It's definitely something neuter, because that's the plural. Right. All right, eight. Tecum venio. I come I'm with you. I'm coming with you. Yeah. Right. Okay, nine. Ea eos in foro with it. Uh, my braille display did me some dirt here because that third that awful squished. Ninette so, was Ninette was fussing about uh, hers. She was trying to write long marks in hers, and man, you can't hardly do it. They uh, won't stay. They won't. I think the only way to do it would be to find out what the symbol is to do it and do it. You know, using the you can't just write the braille long mark. It doesn't work evidently very well. It, it disappears or it changes it to something else. Ea eos in foro with it. She saw. She sees. She sees. I'm sorry. Um, she sees. It is she. And then this is where my braille display went. Eos. E-O-S. Them. Them. She sees them in the forum. In the in forum. In By the way, what is the forum? The big place in Rome. That they, um, I'm thinking something else here. Um, you know, the big amphitheater, isn't it? Yep. Well, it's not. A, there may be an amphitheater there, but it's the it's the business district, business and district, yeah, the the business and area. financial district of Rome, right. and it's where the Senate meets. It's it's like the downtown area of ancient Rome. Everything happened down there. The Senate was down there. People sold things down there. Um, you could go and listen to speeches down there. There were uh, amphitheaters. Games were sometimes held down there. Plays were held down there. Uh, everything happened there. So, yeah. Id amore westri pakieba. Oh, did I skip one? No, we did. Okay. Uh, Id amore westri pakieba. <sighs> this was a hard one. Mostly because we don't say it this way much. Pakieba. He did, or she did, id, it, of the love 
your, your love um, for your yeah, love because of the love because for your love yeah for your for love. The love but but it might be better to be sure the love of you because okay, if you yeah. don't you might think that you could use this adjective wet this pronoun westry to mean your and you can't there is a word wester meaning your but it's an adjective this is you're not going to see this often these pronouns in the genitive these personal pronouns in the genitive are seldom used and right. they are it's definitely you plural too yep it's you plural right so in other words meaning she did this or he did this for the love of you meaning you all of you well i'm glad you read that verb because this it it walked out and i could not read the verb either yeah oh i'm sorry well we'll have to i know these braille displays I don't know. I do not know how kids learn in school today using this. So, now, you know, they say they're coming out. The printing house is coming out with a, supposedly with a multi-line Braille display. Now, what it's going to cost, God knows. But they're coming out with one, and that'll be more like a book. So I'll be interested to see how that works. If the printing house is coming out with it, I would think it would be pretty good. We'll see. We'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Eleven. Eus matrem semper laudabas. You always praised his mother. Yep, or her mother. Or her mother. You can't tell. You can't tell. You'd have to know what it was referring to. By the way, uh, again, you can't translate this. You've got emphatic here. You always praise his mother or her mother. Um, you can't translate that, but it's emphatic because you don't need that to. That tune can be left out perfectly well. Um, all right, number 12, multi-nostrum. Wait a minute, is that for emphasis then, would you say? Because it's not, since it's not necessary, would that be the way of emphasizing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can't translate that, but yes, there's some emphasis added there because two is in there. Okay. 12, multi-nostrum, bella non amant. Many of us don't love wars. wars. Mm -hmm. Many of us don't love wars. That's it. Okay, very good. All right, now this next part is hard, and it's hard again. If you don't know what the antecedent is, sometimes this is a little hard to do. But let's see how we do this. All you got to do here is translate the pronouns. That is, put them in the right case. So how do I say it? Id. I could. Anyone, any other answer I could say? It uh, would be right. It would be probably the most ready answer. Rim. No, that would be, well, that would be tell the thing i could say that it could a little bit i could say aum or aum depending on what the noun is depending on what the pronoun's referring to yeah so tell it the story That's the word for story is fabula mm -hmm. tell it use me he then it would be uh, uh aum yes and to me is me he so Id mihi, eum mihi, eam mihi. Either one of those answers would be right. Yes. Claudia is their friend. 
Okay, so Claudia, and you'd have to say is, you know, it's not really there. It's like of them, you know, friend of them. So that's right. Aorum or Aorum. Aorum or Aorum. If you now, what's the difference? Aorum. Okay, Aorum is feminine. That's right. Aorum means Aorum. all these people that are there are girls. Aorum means masculine or mixed. All right. Any questions? All right. They are her friends. Again, they are friends of, of her. Okay. So, you know, they, they are friends of, um, it would be Aeus. By the way, you could put the word, you don't have to put they. But if you wanted to, it would be A-E or A-I. And if it's AI, it means they're all girls. If it's AE, it means it's mixed. But again, you don't have to put that. That's emphatic if you put that. All right. We gave her a new stola. What's a stola, by the way? Do you know? It doesn't mean a stole. It doesn't mean a stole. I don't know. A dress? Yeah, it's like a dress. Yes, it's like a dress. Women wore thing like a tunic that was their underwear and then above that they wore this strapped dress and that's called a stola and above that if it was cool they would wear a, a, a pala which is like a cloak or a coat so gary only men wore togas yes only men wore well yes only men wore togas okay so we if you wanted to emphasize would be nos That's right. and That's gave right. to her so we're looking at something like you know the dative the dative ae yeah e that's it yeah you got it. um say by the way roman children did wear a sort of a toga thing so if you were a girl and you were a roman girl you might wear a toga it was, mm -hmm. But it had a certain look at it that you would know was a toga for kids. It was like a mm -hmm. kid toga. Mm -hmm. All right. And, of course, they did also wear what you would call a bra or a girdle. Um, uh, in fact, the word for that is, uh, the word for that is zona. Z-O-N-A. Uh, all right. Number five. I went with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. With would them. it be ego would be the subject if you ego can. would be the subject and you can put it or not. If you put it, you are you emphasizing right. I went with Yeah, you. with and then I am this is where I got confused. It would either be A E S or E E S, huh? Cum eis or cum eis, yeah. Cum eis is the norm, but cum eis is an alternate form, like a poetic form maybe, or a, they do use it sometimes. All right. It scared me. Uh, depending what the it is, again, right? Because that's right, right, not right. Yep. What It could be what? The war, in which case it would be id. It could be the message, in which case it will be is. 
It could be the, the story, in which case it will be Ea. So, yeah, it depends on what the word it. But you would always be right if you didn't know. If you did not know, you would always be right to put id, uh, because then you can't really, unless you know for a fact what the it refers to. Um, so it, uh, you have to say it, you know, scared, it would be may. May, yeah, good. Because that'd All be right, accusative, seven. right? That's and exactly right. Direct, right. Direct object. Uh, so you might say id may tare if you want to, or tare bot. Uh, remember, Tereo means to. No, I'm sorry, Tim. You're right. Uh, uh, you're right, uh, Carla. Id, id, uh, id may Tim a bot. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Id may Tim a bot. All right, seven. We will leave with her, but I would rather stay with you. Oh, if you emphasize, we have nos. Okay. And um, with her, um, you, you're going to want your ablative because. Um, so. Right. Um, because you know the width, so that would be a a ya. Yeah, kum, and I would put the kum because it's a person. Kum a ya, long a, kum a ya. But I ego so would rather stay with you. So again, it's depending on which you you want. If it's a singular you, right. you're going to um, you're going to want the um, the te probably te kum. Because the coom, take whom. And if but it's plural, you. If it's plural, you'd, you'd, you'd want to have, um, you know, the, the plural form of that. Um, so. Wobiscum. Wobiscum. Pox wobiscum. The, the expression in religion, pox wobiscum. That's where you get that. Oh, yeah. And it, since it is a first or second, you put the cum on there. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's a pain, but that's what you do. Pox will you, be school. What's that? Pox will be school. I like that. Yep. Pox will be school. Yep. You are his worst enemy. I'll translate. Well, you. And it's going to be singular because. Be singular. Because you, you are. So that's right. your tool. His. And then of him. That's right. So you want to make you're going to make it the 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 um, eus. That's right. Okay. His slaves do not like you. So this time you're, and I don't. I, I'm going to shut up, not other people, because I'm 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 monopolizing. And if you do that, silence might be golden. But anyway, that's all. <laughs> you can. Okay, his. His? Um, e, e, genitive, right? What happened? Okay, would it be A? <laughs> I don't like to do this. A or A yes. A yes. A yes. E I U S. A or be there. Yes, right. Okay. Now, you uh, do not like you. Now, like, is like one of these things like are pleasing to? I put a question no, like this. No, no, no. Amo takes a direct object. Okay, so there's not, that's sort of love. But well, like. now you could say, okay, you could say, you could say to be plaquette. You could, 
You couldn't use plot KO plus the data. You could. And so you could say, um, Ayaseri Tibi known plockent. Or if you use uh, not pleasing to you, you could. You could say, yeah, right. So it depends on, I think that's the more likely construction, but you could do that other construction. By the way, since we're talking about that word plockeo, remember what a placebo is? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what they give you, um, and, and you know, okay, they're doing a, a test. And so one thing might be the real pill that they're testing, and one might be a sugar pill that's your placebo. Right. I will please you. Is what it really means. I will please you by giving you something you think is going to help you. All right. They like her, but not them. <laughs> Amat Iam. Right. They like Amant. Amant. You didn't have to write the they, though. You didn't have to write that part, but okay. You did more than you had to. Aam. Them. Amant. Said. Known. Hey, you, them, aos or aos. We don't know if it's girls or guys or a mixed group. So aos a or aos. Wait, I don't know where you. Oh, got I'm sorry. I, was I don't know where you got the subject there. Say that again. Where'd you get the subject? Wouldn't it be a e? For the yeah. subject, a e or a i, we don't know which. A e or a i. You said a um, but it's a. No, no, no. A um is her. 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 Yeah. That's the okay. her. Okay. All right. And again, uh, again, Carla, you could say. Now this one, you could do some cool, cool things to this sentence. You could say she is not pleasing to them. Uh, Mary, I am so to. sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. You have it's quarter till, and I apologize. You said it twenty till, and I, I oh, missed that. That's all right, Andrea. That's You're all good. right. That's Thank fine. you. Thank you. That just gives me an idea how much time I have left. Yeah, yeah. So you could say she is pleasing uh, to them, but I mean, I'm sorry. She is pleasing uh, to them. Uh, no, I'm but, sorry. Let me do it again. To those people, but not the other people. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Uh, they are pleasing to her, but not to them. You could do that. You but do uh, that. Gary, uh, which is more common with, you know, I mean, like, you know, you know, using plaqueo or amare? Isn't amare deeper or not? It, it's more, it shows more like because it can also mean love. So it shows, I think it shows a little more, yeah, a little more deep feeling there. Yeah. All right, put them in the wagon. Chorus is the word for wagon. I don't know why I told you that. Oh, I know why I told you that. That. Now you're going to say, wait a minute, we didn't have the word for that. <laughs> but yes, we did. Yeah. All right, them. Let's do the them first. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, if it's things, yes. If the them means things, yes. Oh, AI is right. Yeah. What Otherwise, if the them means yeah. the people or the dogs or the cats or whatever? Ayo, ayos, ayos, or ayos, or ayos right. Huh. And in hmm. that, uh, 
Remember, isaya, it can mean this or that, these or those. So in aokaro. In aokaro. And put, if you want to really emphasize the command, you know how in English we say, you stop that. Yeah. When we give somebody a command, we don't have to say that you, right? We can just say, stop that. But if you're really mad, we might say, you stop that. If we want to do that with this sentence, uh, you could say two, two, yeah. and then plus the imperative or woes. Yeah. It's not likely. I mean, it would be emphatic, very emphatic if you did that, but you could. There's a, there's a poem in, in Latin where Horace says, two, kaweas, you beware. Number 11, those things scared us, but you all. <laughs> things. So it would be A-E or A-I. No. If no. you do A-E or A-I, it means, well, now wait a minute. They're the same as a demonstrative. If you know for a fact, yes. If you know for a fact what those things are. Uh, a E or A I, but I think usually when it says things, it means neuter. So A I, I would say A I scared us. Okay, so you're going to want your accusative because otherwise, um, you know what I mean. So scared us, and so you want us accusative, which would be your nos, right? But not you all. But not, but not, oh, I see, but okay, sorry, real display again, <laughs> but not um, the plural, vos. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Wolves. I'm sorry, wolves. Wolf. You talk Wolf. about interference problems. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's true. Uh, let's see, what numbers are we on? I lost 15, my place. 13. 15, 12. 13. Uh, okay. I'm going to do one more, and then I'm going to leave the rest of these for next week. because we all, We're going to have the same uh, thing next week. There um, were a lot of them. There were too many. Yeah, there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them. They were. <laughs> I wanted you all to have plenty of practice on them. All right. Uh, I really like it. Amo id. Amo id. Okay. And you don't have to have an ego, but you can. And it's emphatic if you do. I, I thought the really meant you wanted us to emphasize that. Well, maybe That's not right. AI. You're, you're probably right. Could It's not that really is what you're emphasizing. Right, right, I right. Really like it. Right. Well, but if you put the ego, it almost means I really like it, you know. Yes. All right. We might could do one say, more. Could you say in truth? Like in... In veritas, um, in veritate, in, in, in truth, yes, you could. Or vero. A good word in Latin meaning truly. It really a good word, vero. Ego vero. Okay. <laughs> Will he go with us? Might as well do it. If you want to say he is with us, Double tap to set timer. Um, no be scoop. And the he, if you want to say he, if. Yeah. 
but you don't need to. Okay, now I want to look a little bit at the new stuff here. Reflexive pronouns. Reflexive pronouns refer back to the subject. Uh, and they don't have a nominative because they can't be nominative since they're reflecting the subject. So they don't have nominative. And the way you tell if a pronoun, because some of them are the same as the personal pronouns, the way you tell is, is the person of the verb the same as the pronoun? And if it is, then it's reflexive. Um, for example, I gave you the example here. Um, te amo. I love you. That person isn't the same. Uh, uh, Luke's mea. To, said to te amas. I love you, but you love yourself. The you and yourself are the same person, so it makes it reflexive. Um, and so we have uh, to me mihi me me, which is the same as ego me, same as we've been doing. To, which is the same as you had for your personal pronoun. The only different one is sui. Sui, sibi, say, 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 and say, say. Uh, say, say are alternate forms, Carla, of say. I don't know if your book gave you say, say or not, but sometimes they can use say and sometimes they can use say, say. And uh, it just doesn't really make one bit of difference which one you use. Um, another thing that's weird, and I'll just mention this, there's, an ad there's a reflexive adjective. When you say, and Greek doesn't do this, only Latin does this of all the languages that I know. There's a difference between if you're talking about his, her, it's being the subject's thing, or whether his, her, or it's is someone else's in the sentence's thing. For example, I love his daughter. The sentence, his, doesn't refer to me. It refers to whose ever daughter it is. So that would be Aeus. But uh, the man loves his own daughter, then you use suum instead of Aeus. If you use Aeus, it means the man loves his, someone else's, daughter. And I don't know any other language that does this. But it does. And by the way, that word suus agrees with the word it goes with, not with whether it's his, her, or its. So, for example, if I said her book, I would use su, 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 suum librum. I would use the masculine because book is masculine, even though it means her. I would have to know what the subject of the sentence was to know whether it was his, her, or its. So that's tricky, and that always tricks language students. In Latin, we don't seem to use the pronouns as much as uh, the reflexive pronouns, as much as you do in the modern languages. Like in French, when you talk about bodily activities, like I get up and I get washed and I get dressed, they're all reflexive pronouns, correct? reflexive verbs. Latin doesn't seem to do that, um, maybe because we don't read an awful lot about people getting up and getting dressed and getting uh, breakfast and all. We mostly read about them waging war, and maybe that's why they don't stress it. Yeah, I don't know. But to get up, you would just say in Latin, surgo, I'm rising, I'm getting up. Uh, you wouldn't say, me surgo, I'm getting myself up. That would, to them, I think they would think that was repetitive. But in French, you've got to say, I raise myself. That's the way you say it, or in Spanish, equally. Um, that, by the way, well, that song, that song by Patti LaBelle, 
is wrong. It says, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? It should say, voulez-vous vous coucher avec moi? Really, to be totally right. Uh, and one of my advanced French students found that, and I said, I'm so glad you were paying attention to class. <laughs> oh, did you notice that mistake? When that song came out, I was in high school, and our teacher, our French teacher, told us what it meant, and I thought he was making it up. I really yeah. didn't think he was, I thought he was lying. I didn't think he was serious, but it meant that. It's like, oh, oh no, no that's what it means. Well, actually, what it actually means, the way they sing it is, do you want to, well, do you want to lay down with me? But vukushe usually means to go to bed with me. So, vukushe, like, lay, you want to lay on a blanket with me or something, where vukushe means you really want to get it on, so to speak, you know. Um, I don't know why she translated that way. Maybe New Orleans French is a little different from French French. And that, that may be a, an example of it. Gary, uh, you're right know. at two minutes. Okay, guys, we're going to get done. Next week, we're going to do the reflexive pronouns. I've given you two little stories to read. Two little, I think they're kind of funny. You might not like them, but gave two little stories. And we'll, uh, we'll, maybe we'll uh, talk next week about the plebeians going on strike. We've been going to talk about that for two or three weeks, and we haven't done it. So we're going to do it next week. And I'll see you guys. Thank you. I'll see, see you guys next week.